to another episode of Product Thinking. This week, our episode and newsletter is about ritual cats stopping to question our habits in order to improve our outcomes. Uh, This is a fun one, fun topic, fun discussion. So let's jump into it. There is an old story about a monastery and a cat. So when the spiritual teacher and his followers would gather in the evening for meditation, the cat that lived at the monastery would make too much noise for them to concentrate. So the teacher began to tie up the cat each evening before meditation. This allowed everyone to concentrate without distraction. Before long, tying up the cat became part of the meditation ritual. Eventually, the cat died, and so a new cat was found so that they could tie up the cat before evening meditation. Of course, tying up a cat had nothing to do with meditation. It started out as a way to accomplish the meditation without distraction, but eventually became part of the meditation ritual, and then even became so ingrained in the practice that they felt like they couldn't meditate without tying up a cat. It may seem like an absurd example, but how often do we fall into the same practices? I had a manager relate a similar story to me about meetings. At one organization, they were having some big problems. So a vice president organized a weekly meeting for updates until the teams involved could get the problems resolved. Eventually, the meetings became ingrained in everyone's weekly schedule. The vice president who organized them stopped attending once the original issues had been resolved, but they had taken on a life of their own and continued unquestioned for months with teams putting together updates and everyone discussing something that had nothing to do with the original purpose of the meeting until someone finally questioned whether they needed to continue to meet on such a regular basis. Uh, Early in my career, I had many similar experiences. I I was responsible for compiling a lot of data for one organization and then sending it around to various groups. But I had no idea if it was useful or why we did it. It had been handed down from person to person until it eventually came to me just like a ritual cat. So I stopped. I figured if it was important, someone would say something, but no one did ever. Uh, Apparently the data and reports weren't important to the decisions. Just like tying up a cat wasn't important to the meditation. Once the original cat that had interrupted it was gone. So Every organization I've been with has their share of ritual cats. Some have a lot, others fewer. Some organizations are good about questioning their ritual cats and others cherish them as if they were the most important part of the meditation rather than the meditation itself. An organization I used to work with was filled with ritual cats and they cherished them. Pointing them out and questioning them was akin to blaspheming sacred symbols. 
this often manifested in how product teams were expected to work. They had tried and true project management practices that had worked for a long time. And why would they question them now? Executives had always been in control of projects, deciding to change things at a moment's notice. So why wouldn't they continue with that? This kind of attitude not only made it difficult as a place to work, but it was impossible to develop good products and impossible to change anything. The ritual cats had become the focus. The way it had always been done was sacrosanct, far more important than what we were trying to achieve. So needless to say, it was far less successful. So in a similar vein, product development frameworks can often become ritual cats. Scrum, Kanban, XP, etc. are all useful frameworks for product development, but the rituals and processes should be there to serve us, not the other way around. I've never worked on a team that adheres perfectly to any of the frameworks. You probably haven't either, frankly, and that's okay. I think that there are great things in all of them, and I know that there are strong voices calling for us to use all of them, but teams are different and companies are different. Taking the principles that work best and implementing those has always been far more important than ensuring that we have perfect daily stand-ups or perfect rituals. So if you ever find yourself repeating the phrase, this is how it's always been done, or this is how we do it here, that's a good time to pause and ask yourself if you've got yourself a ritual cat. Good products don't come from teams steeped in useless rituals. We use good frameworks and good processes, but we aren't tied down to them without a good purpose. We use them for the outcomes they bring us to. And we don't allow ourselves to never question our rituals and our processes. We create them. They work for us. We should constantly be evaluating what we've put in place and questioning our own assumptions. So that is Ritual Cats. And that is this week's episode and newsletter. Uh, if you haven't checked out the newsletter yet, you can find that at productthinking.cc. We also have some other articles and uh, links as well uh, in this week's newsletter to check out. Uh, one link the Hard Truth About Ransomware. Uh, this is an article that basically talks about how we are not prepared for what is coming and what is already here with regards to ransomware. We've touched on this a couple times in some previous episodes, and I'll quote from this. With ransomware gangs running around with multi-million dollar budgets, it gives them the ability to buy exploits and tools from exploit brokers at a scale normally reserved for stage for states and nation states. This problem is not going to suddenly magically stop. It's going to get worse. Uh, so something to think about there. Uh, and another uh, interesting, I don't want to call it article, but data visualization. Uh, it's called All the Passes. Uh, I love soccer. So right now, uh, we have multiple things happening. So here in uh, North America, just finished the uh, 
CONCACAF Nations League, which the U.S. men's national team uh, won, which was great fun. Uh, we got to go see one of the friendlies after that happened, so that was great. Uh, we have the Euro. The Euro is happening, uh, so all of the uh, European teams uh, competing there. We have the South American competition, Copa America, happening as well, which is awesome. So multiple uh, continents competing in multiple different ways. So as close to a World Cup as you can get happening without an actual World Cup. So super great fun uh, if you like soccer or football, depending on uh, where you're from. Uh, check that out. But anyway, uh, this data visualization is uh, all of the passes uh, that have happened over probably like the past 20 years. And it's interactive. So really cool interactive visualization of almost 1 million individual soccer passes from almost a thousand matches. Uh, so you can kind of interact with that and see that. So Super interesting. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, that is this week's newsletter and uh, other articles. If you like that, again, don't forget to uh, follow us on wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to our free weekly newsletter at productthinking.cc. Uh, or if you want to support uh, what I'm doing here, you can upgrade that to our paid subscription, uh, which uh, gives you a few extra newsletters each month, or just uh, give us a one-time tip. You can find the link for that in the show notes. As always, appreciate you listening, checking this out. Uh, give us a shout out on social media at Kyle Larry Evans on the social medias, and we will see you again next time.